Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Aldris podcast. In this episode, we will talk about childhood games in both Yemen and Arizona. My name is Dua. I am a student at the University in Yemen. I am Dhishli, who is also a student at the University of Arizona. Hi Dua, I'm so glad to be here. Um, so to start things off, um, could you tell me a little bit about your childhood please? Like. How was it? What do you remember most about being a kid? What did you enjoy? Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, talking about my childhood is really interesting because my childhood is known for being uh, full of much enjoyment. You know, the thing I remember the most is that I was a very energetic and active child who loved to play with many children. Actually, I never stayed at home. I have experienced uh, different games in our country, such as chasing, uh, hide and seek, jump rope, and so on. Ah, uh, that's very nice that you remember it that way. Well, to be quite honest, I think I was the complete opposite of you because I was very shy. I didn't like to waste energy. I wasn't very that sociable. So I guess much hasn't changed for me. Um, uh-huh. But I do remember. It being nice because my cousin lived in front of me. He lived in front of my house. Uh, so we used to be playmates all the time. We were the same age and we went to the same school. So we played together. Um, I think the few physical games that I would play, like my games that you mentioned, like tag and hide and seek and jumping the rope, I used to play that in school a lot. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, you know, I also remember uh, some physical games here. I don't think you know that. It's called Bayrat. This game is like where a group of children play it with a small carton, uh, which they throw among themselves. So if it is touched to one of them, he is going to be out to play. And uh, another one is called Playing House. This involves no tools. Children pretend to be as adults, having cars, houses, wearing uh, adult clothes and so on. So that they start going to each other's houses and it's really funny and enjoyable. Sounds a lot like uh, the American game, but here it's called, I think it's called playing house because kids uh-huh. would just pretend to be adults and, you know, be moms and dads and have families and everything. So it seems kind of similar to that, but I've never heard of, of Baida. Is that how you pronounce it, Baida? Yeah, it's Baida. It's really funny, enjoyable. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to ask you what other American games popular for children. Well, since the few games that I played were in school, huh, apart from hide and seek and jumping roll, we used to play a lot. I also remember like hand clapping games. Like, uh, do you know Patty Cake? Do you know that game? No. What is it? Uh, it's so hard to explain. <laughs> Um, because it's a hand game, so it's better for the for the listeners to actually see me do it. But it involves like a lot of songs, and you would like clap um, your hands with your partner, like your movements. And in at least where I'm from in Puerto Rico, there were many games, both in Spanish and in English, and you would have to like um, grab your hands, like join them, and it would be like an escalator because you would keep moving your hands up. It's very difficult to explain. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, Here's we have it also, we clap and sing at the same time. 
it's really an exciting one. One hand clapping game that was very popular in Puerto Rico, which is where I'm from, was Lola Se Murió, which translates to Lola Died. And it's basically you mash the last word that you say with the, with the other word that's starting. So it's a little bit long, but it would be like we would have to grab each other's hands like a handshake and go up and down like an escalator. It's kind of difficult to explain to our listeners because they can't see me. But it's basically uh-huh. like, um, let me remember how it was. I used to play it. Okay, now I remember. It was, se, 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 se murió Lola. Que Lola lo lamento. Que mento, mento, sa. Que sa, San Germán. Que ma, manati. Que ti, tiburón. Que ron, ron, don, cu. Que cucu de agua, que agua aguarra, que ra rabo mono, que mono monopolio, que poli policía, que sia se acabó. And acabó means it's done, like it's finished. So that was like the end of the song. And that's what we played all the time. Fascinating, really. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. It's really funny, even though I, I don't understand what's most of it. Another game, and um, I think this is the last proper game that I remember as playing was Hot Potato which was Papa Caliente. And that's basically a game where a circle of people or a line of people, one person is chanting hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, like very fast. It has to, That person has their back turned to the other player so they can't see. And then everybody's passing the object around. Most of the time it's like a ball. And then when the person chanting screams stop and the person who has the potato quote unquote, mm-hmm. that person is eliminated out of the game and it keeps going until until you have like the two final people. Do you guys have like a oh. similar game like that? Yeah, when you're talking, I remembered one. It's like a little bit similar when we like close our eyes, We, but I don't have specific name for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes the tensions go very high. <laughs> yes. So actually, um, Doa and I have been talking about childhood games, but we also asked Yemen and Arizona students to tell us about their opinions and experiences with childhood games. So here are some of their answers. There is a game called Fatatir, and Fitria is a singular word for Fatatir. So fatatir are small balls of glasses. The game has so many patterns, but the most popular one is when we dig a hole in the ground and try to throw our fitria by our thumb towards the others, and then steadily throw it to the hole to score a goal and win by earning the others' fitria. The most game I like is called name, plant, place, and animal. Then we say a letter from the Arabic alphabet and the first one to fill the categories wins. Playing is a way of learning for kids. It benefits their brains and teaches them a lot. I was playing a lot of kinds of games, like the question when someone of us bought something in some place and we were searching about it. And also the carom. I have great memories with carom, especially in Ramadan. We were playing in Ramadan. I don't know why. I feel like most of my lasting friendships were built off of just those childhood games. Some of my childhood games that I remember would have to be Foursquare. Me and my friends, we would play this game and you stand in each square. It's four squares. And so you try to hit a ball into the next square without getting out of the square. Um, And also another game that I loved would have to be Double Dutch. 
Double Dutch is basically like jump roping with one jump rope, but it's two jump ropes. So your friends hold each end of the jump rope and um, you just go in and you jump in and you jump rope. So those were my favorite um, childhood games. And they're so important because I've created amazing memories that I cannot trade in for anything. You know, my favorite one was, you know, the hiding. We, we have been like trying to like hide ourselves. And, you know, the others will try to search for us. You know, I was like, you know, I can or I could like hide myself inside the clothes, like inside like the basket or anything. Some childhood games I remember are a lot of board games. So I remember playing Shoots and Ladders a lot. Um, Kids Monopoly was really fun. There was also just games like on the playground, like Monkey on the Ground, or my friends and I would like make up games that we would play on the playground. I think my favorite childhood game I remember really liking the Monopoly kids and we would play it with my aunts and my cousins and it was really fun. And I think childhood games are important because they enrich our experience as children and it allows us to bond with other kids and adults and have something that we can all learn to socialize with each other and learn to have fun while still being respectful. And I think a lot of those games teach us important values as well. I had a lot of games I played, anything from sports games, you know, video games, games outside with friends, games with family and friends, board games. My favorite game, we would play a war with like a deck of cards. Who had the highest number of the card that round would win? Um, it was a really fun game. Honestly, I think childhood games are so important because they have like little things that be very viable for life. Like for example, you lose a board game and you know, it could be a valuable lesson like to how they get better. Wow. That was great. I really enjoyed it. It was amazing to hear what every student had to say. Also, it was interesting to see similarities and differences in each of their childhoods. Do you agree, Tishli? Yeah, I completely agree. I especially um, like the fact that even though it's different countries, I realized that we also like to play hide and seek a lot. <laughs> so I noticed that. Yeah, uh, you know, hide and seek was very, very popular. But uh, like, uh, you will be surprised that I hate it very much. Why did you hate it? It's a little bit exaggerating. <laughs> I like to be hiding, but I didn't like to be the one that was doing the seeking. I didn't like to find people. I just like to hide. <laughs> yeah. So there's something that I've also been noticing, um, sadly, like I know um, we've become very modern now, so we depend on a lot of technology. Uh, sometimes that can be good and sometimes that can be bad. But well, something that I've noticed is that a lot of kids, I don't really see them um, playing out. Like, basically, I don't really see them playing out in the backyards. I don't see them playing in the streets, at least compared to my times and compared to our parents' time. I know in every country it's dangerous and i feel like at least if kids should be playing outside there should be at least an adult supervisor but i feel like it's kind of sad that a lot of kids are on their phones or tablets yeah and actually stuff this is something that makes me really upset i noticed for example my little sister she's all the time playing with my uh, mother's phone and even my parents say nothing 
she refuses to go out with her friends, even her friends come here to invite her. She's only like addicted to phones, playing with technology, and even such games are, you can see they are trivial, silly. There is like no benefit. I think they destroy even the brain of children. That's really bad. It's the opposite, totally the opposite of the best. Yeah, they know more about technology sometimes than I think we do because I've seen a lot of toddlers, a lot of children um, grab their parents' phone and like, and, and I sometimes see them online shopping because the parents don't even care. <laughs> they don't even know what they're doing on the toddler phone. So I feel like educational games are good. But if they're all the time on their phones and tablets doing other things instead of being outside with their friends out in the subplane, well, I think that's a little sad. And hopefully that can change in the future. Absolutely. You can notice even children have the, the full capacity to to deal with these phones. I mean, better than us. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. There you have it. Um, we would like to thank everybody involved with today's podcast. Um, that is all for today. And we sincerely thank all the Arizona and German students for participating and answering our questions because without you, this wouldn't be possible. And we would also like to thank you for listening to our Childhood Games podcast. We really hope that you enjoyed or learned something new today. And we invite you to continue listening to the other The Bridge podcasts, which will be published in the future. So thank you very much. Have a great day. Al Jazeera The Bridge is a collaboration among students and faculty from four public universities in Yemen and the faculty and students at the University of Arizona. They're participating in this nine-month cultural exchange project in Yemen and the U.S.